Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. Give me a chance to come in there, you son of a. You gotta hurry up. We need like a we need like a remote yeah. a remote car starter, but for phones for podcasting. Yeah. Beep boop. Go. Beep boop. Hello and welcome to episode fifteen of First Frames First. I'm Jason. I'm Adrian. And uh, this is the the Fable Forest Films podcast. That's right. Um, Adrian, jumping right into it. Last show, we. We recorded uh, kind of an intro. It was like, hey, here's here's all the cool stuff that we're going to be talking about the show. Don't forget to share. Yeah. And then you just didn't add it. Oh, I didn't. No, what happened? Oh, I don't know. You just forgot? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. But <clears throat> welcome to the show. Here's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> um, I hope you guys are enjoying watching the show on YouTube. Yeah. 12 people. Yes. Yeah. Um, today we're gonna we're gonna talk more and more about uh, the short film that we're ramping up to shoot. My Huntsville Muse. My Huntsville Muse. We're shooting it on the first of October, so mm-hmm. that's happening. So uh, yeah, we uh, we had a good production meeting today. Just just finished over Skype mm-hmm. with uh, with our lead actor and co producer, um, which is exciting. Yeah. And um, can we sh- you, should should we share names and things, or should we talk about uh, later, or what? Let's I think I think we can James James McDougal from Toronto. We can talk about James. I think we should hold off. Hold off on everybody else. Everybody else. Okay. That's I fair. feel like James is in. We're excited. So you, you guys James might have you guys might have uh, uh, heard James from one of our previous episodes. Yeah. Um. He as uh, an old buddy and just released his own short, uh, Walking Supply. Yeah. And. Um, it has been in uh, a buttload, uh, a, a, metric, buttload? a metric buttload, a buttload of of things recently. Different butts can hold different loads. Mm. Your mother's been talking about me again. <laughs> oh, that was, that was not a good. It's horrible, thing. terrible. Um, My mother's dead. <clears throat> well, I apologize. Okay. I apologize for that. No, that's fine. Remark. No, that's fine. It's, uh, it's fine. I didn't know that, actually. Did you and... kill my mother? No, I didn't. <laughs> I can't believe I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. How was your night last night? Oh, messy. Very messy. Tonight's episode brought to you by another American beer, Standard Lager. <laughs> talk, about, talk about a terrible name. Standard <laughs> Terrible. No, you it's can't, like you average, average lager. <laughs> it is a fairly decent yeah. beer.com. This is just okay. <laughs> hey guys, drink average lager. So what I'm saying is... It's pretty standard. Thank you. 
Uh, we've already been chit-chatting for a while, so um, this is beer number one. But I feel like you you already have a, a bunch of booze running through your lines. Yeah. Yeah, you had a rough night. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, today was the rough part. But um, So essentially, we're just going to be talking about our short film. Jason's going to pitch another short film. Um, sort of. Yeah, and we will uh, then we'll break out another character with... Um, with uh, son of a bitch, son of a pitch. I actually did want to ask you a quick question about son of a pitch. This yeah, is, this is relevant. Yeah, um, Adrian. All the discussions that we've been having about son of a pitch on the show. Yeah, we've been breaking out characters. We've been talking about um, kind of some themes, some feelings throughout the movie. What kind of like what the movie's about? Yeah. Um, have you been writing this stuff down? <laughs> I mean. I've got a like, notepad. I, feel like, I got a notepad right in front of me here. You son of a bitch! No, no, yeah, I know. But uh, I, I, I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Not I was really. Like, you know what? There's a lot. Let of me stuff just answer that, that question with a no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. Um, Luckily, yeah, we we do record everything. I know, which is handy. I know. We just we'll have to go back. Oh yeah, we'll have to go back. No, like we do. Like I, I feel like we are. We're just. Putting the chunks down, mm-hmm. in the chunks down, and I actually do write them down. And all the stuff we spoke about, I did write down. I don't know where it is. Okay, so, so what I'm saying is, at some point, this is this is where I was getting to. At some point, Adrian is going to have to go back mm-hmm. and listen to all of our shows and put together all the pieces of Son of a Pitch, and then he will be like, "We should probably stop podcasting because." <laughs> Our show is stupid, and it takes way too long, and I hate it. So, anyways, that's where I was getting at. Yeah. I was like, someday you're going to be like, oh my god. We're going to have to go through it. But, um, so we're going to just do that. Yeah. And um, maybe we'll just do a quick a quick brush up on where you are with Quorum, and I'll talk about Artificial. And then we can... Uh, we can probably, we can probably <clears throat> skip Ryan with Quorum. I haven't made a lot of progress since last time. This is like a running theme with you. No, it is not. Prior to this time, I was making tons of progress, actually. But, uh, yeah, okay. my last week's been a little rough. Okay. Um, so, guys, as always, uh, if you like the show, if you find anything valuable, please share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just get it out there. Otherwise, just enjoy listening to us talk garbage. Uh, if you want to hear the full podcast, then head over to The Fable Forest and... Is it over? Yeah. Has it been over for 15 minutes? No. Okay. Good job. That was it. Thanks. Yeah, we do need to speed that up. Yeah. That was like a full... Okay, Jay. So, so let, me, let me throw this out there. You have little babies. Yeah. Who are, I mean, willing to walk in front of trucks. But I have teenagers now. We're Sorry, I'm just, I'm just double checking. Sweet. We have it. We recorded it. Yeah. So it happened. All right. So here's what happened to me. No big deal. But I, I have teenagers, and so, so shortly before I came over to to do the production meeting with James and and podcast with you. Um, my boy was like, I want, me and my buddies want to go see it again. Well, I mean, I took him on Friday night. Um, but he was like, yeah, 
I want to take my buddies to go see it. And I'm like, okay, jump in the car because I got to drive you there right now. And it was supposed to be on in 15 minutes. So I drop all the kids off and it is eight is not rated in one theater. And in another theater, it's 18A, which means you cannot go and see it unless you're accompanied by adult if you're under the age of 18 years old, which all of these kids are. Yeah. So the argument was on the company's website where they went to Landmark, it says that the movie is not rated. So the guy was like, well, I can sell you the tickets, but the ticket taker, I'm telling you right now, is not going to let you in, right? Because you're under 18 and you don't have an adult present. So they're like, oh, man. So I was like, well, just go see another movie, right? At the same theater at yeah. the same time. What they decided to do was take the bus across town to another theater, okay, to go see another movie that now doesn't start until 1020 is when <laughs> so their new movie starts. So, so you I'm like, were going to pick them up. At I was going to pick them up. And it's fine. I can still pick them up. But now it's going to be like midnight by the time they get out of the theater. Yeah. And not for nothing. I am a stickler. I'm a jerk. They do have school tomorrow. So I don't care. All I'm saying is the boy better get himself out of bed and get his own ass to <laughs> his own school um, because fuck. Anyways, <clears throat> so that's where I that's where I am with that. No big deal, but just a little irked. Yeah, just saying, kids will irk you. Kids will make you. But mad. but if that's the worst that I get, my kids are pretty good. Yeah. So, okay, so moving on. Let's let's talk, let's talk start with let's start with then. the end, and and then we'll we'll move on. Okay. How are you doing with artificial? Fucking, it's it's a wonderful experience right now. I'm still blocking out. I'm still blocking out the just the larger pieces, mm -hmm. but it's just uh, the, the nice tight pieces are coming together really well. So um, one of the things that I did was, uh, as you know, they they sort of I've developed the story in that where they go back in time. Mm -hmm. That whole story has developed and turned into a really potent story element. Like so. The two, there's two people that go back in time. Okay. So they have a whole storyline now. Whereas before, the storyline was very basic right. and nothing. It was just like, this is how they travel back in time. And you could have removed it from the story. Yes. We could have. And, and actually, that's what I was going to do. My instinct was, this is an indie film. Let's just do one location. Right. Fuck the rest, you know. But... When I when I went when I did go back in time and I simplified that story back in time. Now we have the lady. So the one they 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 are part machine, part human, and I've I've sort of showing this process of how humanity moves from us all being humanoid mm -hmm. or like fleshy, meaty, mm -hmm. to gradually interfacing with machinery and technology. Mm -hmm. Because I, I was sitting there and I was and I was literally and I literally thought to myself, what do I want to say? What is what is the thing about artificial intelligence and about interfacing with technology that frightens me and that interests me the most? And it's it really is how we are going to because first thing happens is that a blind person they're going to be able to you know attach a camera to the optical nerve, and a blind person's going to be able to see again. It's going to be miraculous. But then those those eyes, those camera eyes, 
are going to be better than human eyes and people are going to opt to change the, to the machine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Machine eyes. And then we'll be able to record everything. Yes, we will. Absolutely. And and this sort of a faulty memory, memory will vanish because we'll have implants that we'll be able to put into our brains to assist us to remember things. And if you don't do that, and this is from a Josh Rogan po- podcast, mm-hmm. if you, there's going to be a split. They talk about there being a split. People who do you know, in order to remain competitive, like you have a job and you're going up against for a promotion and the person you're going up against has up against for the promotion has implants and is able to do more things and work faster. And they know that mm-hmm. and they're like, well, we're going to go with this guy because he's, he's just better, right? He can just do more. Human rights code, buddy. You're going to, you can't be technologists. It's... <laughs> <laughs> like ageist or racist or yeah. anything. Okay. Well, this, but the, the, but I do You're think like, they will be better than you in every way. And this is how the rebellion starts. This split is where how the rebellion starts. And I actually and I'm showing that through the story through these flashbacks. Yeah. And I'm showing it, and then we cut right from the face. So right from the woman who travels back in time, her face. We will cut from her face as a child right to her face in the future. So we know it's her, right? So there's a there's a facial graphic match. Right. Um. So hopefully the storytelling has gone up a notch. And I'll say that the part that I just wrote right now is these two people losing their parents. Um, so both people who traveled and how they lost their parents. Um, right. And uh, yeah, it's going well. Cool. It's going well. I'm really excited to get into the scripting. Um, and uh, I learned some really cool things. I was listening to a, a writer dude who's doing really well on a podcast. And he was talking about how he... He would color code the scene based on themes, thematic, you know, thematic driving forces through the, through the scene. So he could look, he could just look at his board. I mean, it was a digital board, but he could just look at his board and he'd be like, okay, he sees enough of his theme running through the scenes. So if his primary theme is, um, you know, what does it mean to be human? He's making sure that that question is is you know being shown or coming coming through in enough scenes through the movie right and you can just look at it visually and you can be like okay i need to add some more of the question right there now who is this guy he was and what is his podcast um so it was an interview on the selling your screenplay podcast mm-hmm. um it's a recent one okay so the guy who runs the podcast is called ashley scott myers and he was interviewing a um he was interview. it's it's the last one that he did Okay. So I'd need to find that. You're going to find it and I'll put it up on the... Uh, yeah. And do you know what? And if anybody, any independent filmmaker, the, the two podcasts they should be listening to definitely is uh, Indie Film Hustle yeah. and Selling, selling your, screenplay. your Screenplay. Because the thing is that in Selling Your Screenplay, he's moved away from just screenplay writing and he does focus on writers, but he really does focus on indie filmmakers and creating that first project. You know what I mean? And so does Indie Film Hustle, you know. Um, these are great podcasts, awesome podcasts. So that's where I am with uh, Artificial. I'm really excited. God, Jason, I'm so excited to shoot this movie. I, you know, like, I, f- I feel like it is, it could be, it has the potential to be just amazing. If oh. we get the performances spot on, mm-hmm. if we can shoot it spot on. I think we can do something really great with this movie. That's exciting. Yeah. Like I really think it could it could it could be on a major platform. Mm-hmm. Like there is potential for it to be on a Netflix, to be on a to be on a Hulu, to be on a Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Why you don't laugh? Yeah, 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 that's right. Facebook just heard you laugh. Yeah, yeah. They heard you snicker. Here's the thing. 
my my kid was like, "Did you know that Facebook's going to be making like you yeah, know Facebook Watch yeah. eighteen billion dollars worth of original content this yeah. year or something?" I can't remember how what the number was. Eighteen billion sounds high, but you never know. Well, Netflix <laughs> Netflix is, was six billion, and Facebook has more money than they do. Let me just say about Netflix quickly. Okay. That and then we'll move on, and I and I will give you an update. Um, the neat thing about Netflix, which I find really exciting, is that when you first started watching Netflix, I've had Netflix for a long time. Actually, I've probably had Netflix close to the amount of time that they've been doing streaming in the Canada. Streaming, yeah. I think they started streaming in the States before they came to Canada. And of course, you always wanted Netflix. You always were insanely jealous of your American friends because what they had was for like $12 a month, you could queue up dvds that would come to your home right yeah. you'd watch them for as long as you want you'd, you'd send, send them, them back, back and the yeah. new things would come and oh my god so exciting right um but then of course we got it here and all kinds of stuff tons and tons of movies and of course i mean who doesn't know what netflix is but here's the thing the more i watch netflix these days the more original content is out there netflix originals yeah right TV and films now. Mm-hmm. Right? At first, Absolutely. they were doing lots of TV. Now, they're getting into more and more movies, right? And you just... It, it, Netflix is slowly... I don't think that they could take over their own platform. I don't think it would be a platform of fully oh, Netflix-only Netflix only stuff. But Disney just said that they're pulling all the Disney and Marvel content in... I think it's 2018. I can't remember exactly when off it was. Off of Netflix. Off of Netflix. Because yeah. they're starting their own streaming service yeah. for Star Wars and Marvel and Disney. This, well, the thing, the, and the thing is that this is why Netflix is on such a rage to create all their own content. Because everyone is pulling... Like these people who have been creating content for decades. Right. NBC, ABC, the TV studios. Why? Why do they deal with Netflix you know what I mean well I'm gonna tell you why because I swear to God I'm not gonna pay $12 a month to everyone I can't mm-hmm. right so so if because honestly I mm-hmm. unfortunately for Disney and I love Disney but I'm not gonna pay $12 a month for a Disney Star Wars Marvel channel just those three no yeah it's just not enough. it's not gonna happen yeah right I mean the problem is, is Disney's still going to get my money for every movie that they put out because I'll still see every Marvel and every Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. But um, I would see them anyways, even if they ended up going to Netflix then, yeah. right? But I'm not going to do I'm not going to do a monthly subscription, and neither would I do for NBC or whatever. The one that I've been like really thinking about HBO. is HBO, but yeah. even HBO. Does not have my monthly money. Doesn't, you know, quite, doesn't quite have enough content to, to warrant. I end up buying the seasons of the things that I really want to yeah. watch secondhand at. Yeah, and incidentally, we're about to start. We're going to start Game of Thrones from one. Yeah. All the way through. And incidentally, I did give you five seasons. I just found the sixth season. So I actually have it on, I think, awesome. Blu-ray even. Awesome. So, and and Westworld's next. I'm picking that up on at some point. Sweet. So, so, but, I will, but I will say the thing about... You're absolutely right. Like, all of these places want to start their own streaming network, but I don't, and I agree with you, I don't think they have enough content to um, to do it. Everybody tells me how awesome Amazon Prime is, and I'm sure Amazon Prime is amazing. The problem is, is that I have Netflix, 
Yeah. And there's so much great stuff on there. Now, here's my, here's a th- here's a theory that I have. Um, so you love the, the Netflix original content. I think that they're making the they're making stuff really quickly. Mm-hmm. And seeing the Netflix original is not it's not the the brand recognition is not one of quality. Hmm. Interesting. I think the qu- the quality is like the quality shows do are out there, mm-hmm. but you hear about it from people. Mm-hmm. The majority of the Netflix original shows don't excite me. Mm. When I get to a Netflix original, I'm like, it's probably going to be crap. Mm. That's interesting. That's kind of how I feel about Netflix originals. It's and I think they're doing they're doing damage to their brand because of because of how fast they're making stuff. Because mm. they really have to put out content because they know everyone's going to pull out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Interesting. So, like, definitely, when I'm cruising, I, I will watch the stuff that that looks really good. Yeah. But I, I don't hold out a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. And it did start with those Marvel, those Netflix original Marvel shows. Yeah, you didn't but, like Daredevil. Uh, the new one? No, I liked the first one. Oh, the first one was great. Mm-hmm. But then, as, like we, as we've spoken about it, we've yeah, spoken yeah. About it. Anyways, let's not get into Marvel. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um. Quorum, just quickly. Yeah. So We're changing the name. Yeah. To, the new name is The Accord. The Accord. I love it. For now. Yeah. And again, we might change it in the future, but I am I am changing to The Accord. That way I can say that my track record of working on The Accord is excellent. It's I know. Just, it's just begun. It's all it's, in your mind. It's rebranding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, no. But um, yeah, I, th- this week's been pretty rough. I got pretty sick and then... Yeah, you were just. Sick, yeah. What are you going to do? But anyways, I should have maybe been writing the whole time I was sick, but it didn't happen. So, um, but uh, the one thing I just did want to say was um, I've spent a lot of time riding the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And um, normally when I ride, everything okay? Is it sore? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Oh, okay. Um, Normally when I ride, I just zone out and go. I don't, like, people talk about doing a lot of thinking and whatnot, and I generally don't. Um, However, on the last couple rides, I did this purposeful thing. So, on the way to Washington, D.C., a bunch of weeks ago, I purposefully sat out to think about some specific problems. Mm -hmm. And even though I couldn't quite think of the solution... I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. Just kept going, okay, what about this? What about this? And I did solve a lot of problems Nice on the ride, and it felt really good. And then when I got home, I dictated to myself uh, what I had been thinking about for days prior. Excuse me. And um, and then I did it again. So I went to see Zach uh, Parsons, who's uh, one of our uh, favorite actors and uh, from Greenhouse and Bickerman's Grove and Postman. And I went to see him play um, in Merchant of Venice in Hamilton. And... Um, he was awesome, by the way. Yeah, of course he was. And uh, so much fun. But it was freezing cold. Uh, they they do Shakespeare in a garden, in a beautiful rock garden, and it's outdoors, and it was yeah. fucking freezing. Anyways, I rode out there on the bike, and and again, for, for that, I purposefully sat down to start thinking about some of these characters and who they were and not plot points anymore just mm-hmm. some working out some background stuff and some thoughts and whatever and um 
it was really, I, I really enjoyed my process of just nonstop talking to myself and thinking through some things while I was writing for, for, you know, some time. So that was really nice. And, um, and, uh, and then I got, and then I got super sick. So, uh, and I think it was because of riding on the bike. I think it was because of riding on the bike in the cold. And And you probably just wore your little leather. No, I, I did actually. Yeah. And my gloves were stupid and I was driving at like one in the morning in the freezing cold and, and then I took the boys to Fan Expo and, and just, uh, you know, I saw the guys from Black Fawn Films at Fan Expo, which was great. And I bought the sublet, which I nice. told you about a b- yeah. bunch of times. So I, I picked that up on DVD and uh, just had a great time. We we saw the, um, uh, we sat in a room with the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, fucking And anything. they were hilarious. Were Those they? Oh, man. The, the, um, the kid with the speech impediment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the main character... And uh, the black boy. Yeah. And so the three of those guys, man, they were riffing off each other. They were hilarious. Like just for three kids talking to a crowd of, you know, three thousand people. That's so. It cool. was uh, it was awesome. And then that kid was uh, again in the movie It. Uh, yeah, which I saw it. Friday. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyways, a lot of fun. I mean, lots of costumes and geeky yeah. stuff. So I love it there. Did you listen? So what we did was I had a, I had some smart people in the house. Yes. And now you have a, a principal question in in the accord. Yes. Um, and I actually proposed that question to these very smart smart people. Yes. And we recorded we, it. We recorded it, and we embarked on this wonderful conversation to see where it would go. Mm-hmm. Having a couple of you know academics. Yep. Have at it. Yeah. Did you listen? To I it? haven't listened to it yet. You asshole. No. I, yes, I am. But, but uh, now, do you think that there will be a time in the future where uh, we could release that yes. audio too? That's what. And is I that, and I asked them. I said, "Is it okay if we release it as a podcast?" And they they were yeah, like, they "Yeah, were like, yeah that's that's amazing." And I and I, I love the idea that we do this show every couple of weeks, but every once in a while we might hold something back. Something mm-hmm. that we do that we want to release later on, which is cool. Anyway, so so it was a, anyway, it was a very enlightening conversation, and you should listen to it. Oh, I'm going to for definitely sure. because it the way that the conversation went, it could really act as a good guide for how a real conversation might go. Yes, and it was a, it was a it was like 45 minutes to an hour, mm. right, of just talking about, and these were like legitimate thoughts as we were talking through this, mm-hmm. you know. No. I love it. I'm so happy that you did it. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I missed it. But when I got back, I was like, I'm feeling so garbage right now. Yeah. My face was drooping off my face. And I thought, if I come over here, your kids are going to be sick and everybody's going to yeah. die and the world's nope. going to end. It was good. So. Anyways. Okay. So, uh, updates over. Um, before we get into our short film, My, Hunt film, my Huntsville News... Um, I, I did, we've talked about other short films. Last show, I talked about Stephen King. We talked about, um, you were like, oh, you can option, uh, sometimes he'll let you option a movie for a dollar and you've heard of this story. And yeah. every, I think everybody's heard of this story. Yeah. So I was like, and, and, and I gave you my two favorite Stephen King stories mm-hmm. and you looked one up and you were like, it's already a movie. So I was like, fuck. Now. To the best of my knowledge, my favorite Stephen King short story is still not made into anything yet. I'm still, I have fingers crossed. But what I did do, and I wanted to bring this up, was I uh, I went on to stephenking.com. 
And you sent him a note. No, I did not. But I did go to his website and num and I hope he reciprocates. Mr. King, I hope you reciprocate. Go to I did follow you on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure that he will not. But yeah. but what I did do is um, I checked out his website and he actually has a section of his site called Dollar Babies. Okay? And it's called a Dollar Baby. And uh, essentially what it is is he has put on his website... The things he's willing to option for a dollar. Yes, except... You need to provide a screenplay. Yeah, I don't know about that. But... I believe so. I would the say gist is though is you can't you just... can't make any money off of it. That's that's the thing. Uh, if so, you want it, yeah. So basically, what he's done is he's given he's given a a list of of his short films which are not currently in option for movies. Yeah, and and or not his short films. So you his can't short stories. You, you can't sell it and make and make, correct make money correct. So it needs to be just an artistic endeavor. Um, exactly. So he was like, these stories, dollar babies. These stories are not under contract for movies, which means they're available for film students who want to try their hands at a Stephen King story. If you want to be one of my dollar babies, send us your info to Steve King. The following list is subject to change without notice. Titles currently available for adaptation. Um, does, now, it, does it include your movie? No, it does, no it does not. Right. Contact us about a dollar baby using the form below. You can contact us for the request to create your own dollar baby. This form is for requesting rights for dollar babies only. All other inquiries sent through the form will be discarded. No unlisted stories are available. Now, I suppose... I suppose... There's technically... Nothing on this website that doesn't that says that you can't try to monetize it in some way. Can't I mean, try he, to, can't try to monetize this. Oh, I mean, where did you hear that? I don't understand. I mean, I just read the the item here. It just says, I mean, now it says they're available for film students. I mean, I know we're not film students, but we certainly aren't film professionals no. at this time. So um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am gonna send him a message. But so there's a list. And uh, fortuitously, I happened to stop at a garage sale today, and I picked up two of his um, short story novels that I had not previously had. Mm -hmm. And and I have tons of books, and I have read them before. Um, but one was Night Shift, and one was Nightmares and Dreamscapes. So I picked those two up, and they do have the majority of these um, films Free. in. So I actually did read one of them today in the car would be a very tricky one to do, I think. Um, but what I wanted to do was uh, let you have a read of these shorts and think about which you might like to do. And and to be honest with you, I mean, I know pe people try to monetize their shorts. To me, it's an homage to if we did it. Mm -hmm. Number one, what are we talking about? We're talking about knocking the dust off, practicing a little bit, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and doing something fun for ourselves. If we want to try festivals, that's great. Um, I know we want to shoot features, but I would love to do an homage uh, Stephen to King. Stephen King and and uh, okay. like imagine if he said yes and imagine if he got to watch something that we did. I mean that's that's a huge yeah, for me it. that's huge. Yeah, let's so do it. I would love to. Cool, yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Why haven't we done it already? Uh, I'm yeah, I'm, we're we're working towards it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but I'm I mean I love Stephen King. So. Now that was your suggestion. I have a suggestion. Hit me. I don't need this pad okay. at all. I just need to talk. Okay. So let's 
get two cameras and camera people. Okay. A little bit of lighting gear. And do a better podcast. <laughs> cool. I mean, that's a good Sorry. idea. Let's get people to come here to the house for a, a weekend. Okay. And let's shoot a full movie. A full-length feature film. We just get a bunch of actors. Yeah. And we just get people to come to the house for a weekend. And we just make a fucking movie. Okay. Like, fuck, we're all, fuck, fuck everything. Let's just make a movie. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you like to make... Do you have anything in mind? No. Absolutely nothing. Like, I'm, I'm talking about making something that we can make. Like... So we're not we're not we're not burning the house down. We're not doing anything like that. We yeah, just, yeah. We, you know what? We're just making and and maybe we just decide that it has to crack seventy minutes. What's a, what's the shortest feature film? Sixty five. Sixty five minutes. Yeah, we just have to crack the sixty five minute mark. So we just tell a story that cracks the sixty five minute mark. It might be rough. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It probably will be a little rough. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, there's no reason to not. I think it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I love the idea. I think what we, yeah, you, what you need to make sure you have is all the pieces of the puzzle that you need. Yeah. You'd have to tell a story sequentially. Yes. Right? You can't yeah, bounce would, around. Yeah, you, no, no, no. You got to just walk through the story. If you want to reshoot certain things, you do that. Like if you had a hilarious moment, but you didn't capture something, yeah. you'd have to stop get it again and keep moving forward or yeah. whatever. And the premise the premise surrounding it could be it, it could be intriguing like we could do some kind of post-apocalyptic thing. Mm -hmm. You know, where we, where we if we knew we were going to do that, so you know, mm -hmm. so people are really cold or we or we, you know, people are hiding in some regard, but we could the premise could be a little bit exciting. Okay. So just think just is, think about this it. is it something you want to do over the winter time. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just if we have I got to make a suggestion though. Yeah. If we're going to shoot it here, in your home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Heather and the kids would go. Ah, it's got to yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they'd have to. They'd, they'd have to go to, they'd go stay in Tavistock. Only because. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think doing something like this sounds amazing. It would also be quite hectic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very hectic. Yeah. You yeah. know what? In fact, you know what the other thing we should do? Just because I love the idea and I'm thinking out loud already. It's mm -hmm. whirling around in my brain. Um, all of the craft services mm -hmm. should become part of the movie. Like you people, couldn't people, have you couldn't have Tim Hortons. You would have to make coffee, make coffee yeah. from like a bag of like beans. coffee beans or yeah. whatever. Like everything you'd have to have like chicken, mm -hmm. right? You couldn't have stuff. You'd have because you'd have to be shooting all and the living. time. People, people are yeah. So what we could do is people could just live, be in the house, right. and the story happens. Exactly right. We just kind of drive the story forward. Yeah. So they're eating and like it, and the cover, and we just shoot. Mm -hmm. We just shoot. Yeah. I think it might be really interesting. Could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it could be fun. Couple come up with a couple really neat concepts. Have some people that can add you know like crazy. And, and you know what? We actually have enough cameras available to us that we could do like a wide master. Mm -hmm. We could do a medium master. Put a couple things and hidden. Put, and then and then yeah, and then we have a couple tight that go on that roam onto piece of people's faces. So we shoot this we make sure we shoot the scene once. Now you remember I, I, I had this idea before, yeah. right? So we have a wide the funeral. Yeah. So we have a wire, yeah, so we have all these cameras. we have four cameras shooting, we sync it up, we just chop it together and we just I don't know. I don't know. Like, 
Like, it's not going to be the beautiful piece of art. But it could be shot in a weekend. Could, but it could be shot on a weekend. And we, sure. it's just a story. Sure. And we can just, and we cut it quickly. Because this is what the Duplass brothers do. They just get together with their friends over a weekend. They make a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. I love the idea. Yeah. I love it. So We're going to do it this winter. Mm-hmm. It's not something to think about. It's something to make happen. Okay. In addition awesome. to the couple, which we're going to take more time with. Yeah, so that because because the thing is you need to you need to. Sac- so there's no script for this. What this is is thoughts on paper. Yes. Can so, other people be involved? Yeah. So what oh. we should do is we just we just have to decide on kind of a basic premise. Mm-hmm. Look at what we have. Like we have a sort of a creepy basement. Yeah. We, we have a cold storage room. We yep. have the upstairs, obviously, you know. And then yep. if it's snowing, and then we have the snowy woods outside the back here. Yeah. And um, those are our locations. And then we just make a story happen without too much big technical stuff. I mean, there can be some blood. But um, if there's anything that we need, then we just get those. And we have no dialogue. We just know where the, where the actors end up, start the scene and end the scene. Mm-hmm. We just let them, let them have at it. Mm-hmm. And we just film it with many cameras. I like it. We're going to do it. Cool. It's going to be fun. It is going to be either a success or failure. Well, I think, yeah. And I think this kind of thing can, I mean, not really. Uh, you see, I, I think it's just going to be, it can only be a, a, a cool thing that you do. Yeah. 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 Sort of like your movie. I mean, you think yeah. about it like a failure, but it's really just a cool thing that you learn from. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Like a little bit of film school. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think it's very cool. And I think the actors, like, and I th- like we should think about acting in it because it'll be so much fun to act in it. We should? Yeah. Oh my God. All right. I'm in. 100%. It'll be so fun. I'm, because I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but I'm a really good actor. I'm even better than you are. <laughs> I mean, that is 100% true. Uh, I don't know if anybody could tell that I was lying. <laughs> That's what a good actor you are. I know. Um, okay, so moving on, should we talk about my Huntsville Muse? Yes, we should. So that's what we should only talk about for the rest of the show. Okay, we've got, we got um, 22 minutes left. Okay, cool. We're, really? Yeah. Is that how much time's left on this yeah. card? No, that's how much time we have until the hour's up. Oh, I like it. Um, yep, see my kids' movies starting in nine minutes. But anyways, okay. Can you, are you able to reach all the way over there? For you? Yes. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Standard locker. <laughs> the just okay of beers. <laughs> I don't know, man. I would have thought of any... <laughs> Come on. <coughs> okay. I'm going to need to have a little piece of paper here. Um, my Huntsville Muse. Um... We are gearing up to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is exciting. Yeah. Um, first time uh, putting something creative together in a little while. Yes. Um, so it's good to knock the dust off. For sure. Because because we've got we've got these feature feature concepts coming up to fruition at some stage. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to knock the dust off and sort of solidify our 4K process because we've shot in 1080p. Yeah. Sort of an indie style, documentary style 1080p, and we would like to move into more of a 4K on the legs, you know, every frame is a painting. Yes. Kind of situation. So, what I'd like to do for this one is I want to just quickly touch on 
things that we know, things that we're struggling with, whatever. Okay. Um, I just want to talk about this. Uh, this will be like our little pre-production discussion. And um, so we are planning to shoot a, let's say it's a three to five minute short. Mm -hmm. The script that you wrote is almost romantic. Yeah. It's not really a ghost story. It's more... Yeah. more Less spooky, more yeah. lovely. Yeah. Almost, I, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so uh, you had written that. And like, you know, we've been talking about shooting a short film for a while. We just kind of pulled the trigger on this one. And we talked about trying to find some actors who um, had a little bit of experience a little bit of experience and a little bit of name recognition as well mm -hmm. right? oh yes that was going to be one of our, that was one of our strategies one of our strategies so um luckily we know some we know james mcdougall, james McDougall right who yeah. who uh you guys have you guys have listened to us talk uh about him uh and to him on a previous podcast and we just got off the skype with him just now yeah i feel like he's gonna at some stage he's gonna land a really big role and we'll we'll never see him again Yes, that's fine. <laughs> We're very excited for him. And, yeah. you know, you never know. Maybe because he's 20 unique. years from now when he's super huge, he then needs to make that $5 million movie after he's been making the $20 million movies for a while. You he'll, know, like, He'll be a TV show. He'll be on TV shows in exactly. Toronto. He'll, be, he'll be, become a regular on a TV show. Right. And then one day he'll want to make an independent movie and then maybe he will... Yes, he'll remember he'll us. He'll phone us. That's and he'll ask for someone else's number. Or he'll he'll start taking our calls again, <laughs> yeah. uh, because we've been calling him every Constantly week. Like, Fuck. hashtagging him you know on Twitter. What? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so it's very exciting. It's very exciting. We talked to James, and he was like, "Shit, yeah, he is." James is on board, um, which is very exciting for us. Because he's been around a lot of a lot of things recently, yeah. Um, some television, like some movies. So yeah. that's been that's uh, been pretty that's exciting. Awesome. Um, so we we started off honestly talking to James. Now the great thing about talking to James and him getting excited was our asses got in gear real quick. Yeah. Right. Um, he was like, okay, who are you thinking about for the leading lady? I have a couple thoughts. I'm going to send some people your way. Um, we're not going to share any, we're not going to give anything away just yet. Um, but, um, it's a step up for us. It definitely a step up for us. And the best part is he was like, here's her availability. September 16th, 17th, October 1st. So we were like, okay, we're going October 1st. Let's make this happen. And, um, and all of the pieces have been coming together really quickly. So, yeah. so it's very nice. So do you want to talk about your process of, of looking at actors, working with actors quickly for something short, for something small? Yeah. I, what do you want to do? No, I, I mean, just, we just, we, we didn't do any kind of auditions. Mm -hmm. We just, we knew that they could act. Yes. We loved them. I mean, we were just, we were lucky in some regards, yeah. but um, we just, we just moved forward with these guys. You know, we just hopped on board with them because we kind of know them already. The good thing is, and is we, that we, we know James, we trust James. We do right? trust James, but at the same time, we are going to rehearse with them. Yes. Oh, that, like that process moving forward? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're absolutely going to rehearse and nothing is locked down into the script. The basic structure of the story is there, but like, um, and the lines are very specific. They, there's no, there's no throwaway lines, but if we feel something pulls us in a direction, <laughs> we might go in that direction. Um, so we're going to workshop things together. Uh, because I think it is important for, for, for the two people playing these roles to understand kind of, I mean, I want to keep it really simple. Mm-hmm. We don't want to add, we don't want to act too much. We want to keep it simple, small, real, but we want to know where the actors are coming from and where they're going to. Mm-hmm. And I think, and, and even if, even if, even if they're coming from, even if they're not coming from any, you know what I mean? We don't have to dive too much into that, but if the, if those are questions that we need to answer, then we can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I, the way that, and this is the way that we've done both of our movies, and there have been some really great performances in both movies, and there have been some performances that weren't so great, but um, I usually, I like actors to come to the, you know, to bring it. I like them to do a bit of work on their role. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I love it when an, when an actor doesn't ask me, what their character should be doing they tell me right and i'm like and it surprises me i mean even in the meeting today with james he was thinking about different aspects of the film yeah bringing some suggestions now i I know he didn't want to get too much into the creative side because we're going to be meeting with with him and and uh our actress tomorrow evening um so we'll see how that goes i think i predict amazing but uh, it'll be cool to see them run through it quickly a couple times together yeah. and, and see how they, they yeah. mesh and run through the lines. It'll be nice to hear people's voices. Yeah, and do you know what? It is absolutely going to... Like, the way that they interact together is going to be... That's that's the whole movie. Yeah. Like, you can talk about what camera you can shoot on, but the bottom line is uh, if you got to record the audio so that you hear the tone of their voice and you in order to tell the story, and their interaction is going to be what carries the movie this little short film because it is there is this romantic overtone but it's not or there is a romantic sort of through line that runs through the movie but it's not overt it's not there's no like there's no tender touching of the hand you know what i mean we don't Mm -hmm. go we don't go there there's just a there is a connection there is a spark of connection and that's what we wanted to allude to that and and we want to allude that the spark of collection connection you know it is larger than time. It is potentially the thing that allowed them to connect through time in the first place. Oh, you're giving a little pieces away. Well, this is you got. This is if you had to understand where the story came from in my mind. Yeah. When I was in grade eight, there was a picture that we had to, and we had to develop the first line of a short of a short story. Okay. Based on this picture. Now it was a. Who's the guy that does a lot of the perspective drawing? The perspective art. Um, the droopy, Is it the Droopy Clocks guy? His name. Uh, Salvador Dali. Dali. Okay. So it might be him. It might be someone else. But there is this one picture. It's called the Infinite Stair Loop. And the perspective of the, the drawing is such that... The, there's, and there's a bunch of people walking up the stairs. But they're always walking up. So it's so weird because all the stairs are connected in, in a force. You know what I mean? 
all the stairs are connected in a square, but they're always walking up. Right. And the perspective shouldn't work. And it's really strange, but it works. And right. you see it. And there's people walking one direction and there's people walking in another direction. And I, and this this short film reminds me of that. M.C. Escher. Escher. And yes, that's exactly right. And this picture, this picture, this movie reminds me of this picture because these people are caught in like this loop. Right. And one is walking the one direction and the other is walking the other direction. And they cross for a moment. And that's mm -hmm. what our movie is. It's that, it's that time when the, these two people, these two transient souls cross each other for the first time. Mm -hmm. or, or maybe not the first time, but, but they, they're doing the crossing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, that's what our movie is. Yeah. On a very high level. Cool. Give me that pen. No, fuck you. So, no, that's, that's amazing. So I'd like to workshop with them. And then, and then one of the things I'd like to do is I, I don't want to cut. I don't, and I definitely don't want to do wide shot, reverse shot. That kills me. It's terrible. I would like to do. I'd like to do. I like. I'd, I'd like to plan to do it. We can. We're going to shoot coverage. We will shoot some coverage. But I'd like to plan to shoot a single shot, and see if we can have the actors move around in such a way that we get the coverage that we need. Do you know what I mean? I do. So they're going to move around the room in a way that um, that'll that'll change the shot from a from a wide master. It moves. It the, the, and the shot doesn't move. But the actors move us into an over-the-shoulder, so we get that moment. Then it'll move into a two-shot. So, and then once again, we can move back into the wide. You know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I'd like to plan for that and see if we can make that happen. So, I think I think what I'd like to do then, because you're talking about kind of how you want to shoot it, mm -hmm. what you're going to see, all that that type, those types of things. I'd like to talk a little bit about location scouting. Okay. And kind of how how this all kind of went down. So, um, when we first started talking about it, I started reaching out to people, right, to start to tr see what we could what we could find, and I did have a couple recommendations. So, the, what we're going for is a bed and breakfast mm -hmm. is sort of the idea because yeah. because a bed and breakfast has the ability to be a hotel. So our our kind of our short kind of takes place in sort of a hotel, mm -hmm. where at, at the same time it has the ability to let's say transcend times, right? It can yeah. can be a room with a flat screen TV that looks Victorian or whatever, right? So you, you can you can sometimes in today's day and age find a bed and breakfast that looks old timey is what I'm trying to get at, right? Um, so we had put out the feelers and um, uh, we didn't get some responses from some people. Uh, I actually did, for the first time ever, try to reach out to some people who are on OMDC. Have you ever heard of that website? Mm -mm. It's pretty cool. So um, I think it's the Ontario Movie... I, I don't even know what it stands database. for. Database? Oh, my God. No, but it ends with C. Otherwise, I definitely would have said database. I'm going to look it up. But the OMDC, they do a bunch of different things. They do um, grants, and they do location stuff. Cool. They have a huge database of... This is Ontario only, but they have a huge database of if you're a property owner and you want to put your stuff out there for use, you can. Or if you're a film a scout, you can go and do a huge search through all the different kinds of things that are available in all the different regions. And there are actually quite a lot. Um, so I I did put the word out to a bunch. So the, the thing about 
using OMDC is that the people that are on there are certainly expecting dollars, which is totally understandable. Their property is worth something. Mm -hmm. They spent a lot of time and effort making it into a thing. Um, And they do have people come out and use their facilities and it costs whether they're doing weddings or they're doing, or they're just renting it so that people can sleep there or whatever. Um, So anyways, I did reach out to a bunch and, and I got some very positive responses, but again, money. And, and more money, more than the, the type of money that we wanted to put out for, for this yeah. short. Um, so um, I was a little slightly downtrodden with, with one of the last uh, experiences that I had, which was totally fine. Um, but uh, I had put the word out to my dad as well. So quick shout out to him. He was like, why don't you try this place? And it's funny because when some people, sometimes when somebody, somebody throws you a website and they're like, why don't you just try this website? Why don't you just try this website? You're like, yes, I have been emailing bed and breakfasts. I can email this next bed and breakfast, right? It'll probably be the same. Exactly the same as the last time. But my dad did shoot me uh, the the bed and breakfast that ended up uh, wonderful, wonderful people. And we're going to tout their stuff later on. Wait till you see what this place looks like. Um, but these guys were amazing. They, yeah, like, like amazing to the point of it's, it's like the, the email that they sent back. So I, I did, I did, uh, you know, I, I sent them the script, right. So that they could see the type of thing we're doing, right. So that yeah. they weren't like, oh, you guys are doing a, uh, an a bloody, an ax movie yeah. or whatever. Um, but they came back to us and they said, you know what? We love supporting the arts. Not only are we going to, we're going to be prepared to shut down our business for not only the day that you've recommended. This is crazy. But an extra day. This is crazy. Just in case. They're, and they said it in the email. Sometimes you bounce back and forth a few times. I've done this a lot when I'm talking to, um, unfortunately or fortunately, so far we're making films where we're really trying to save our pennies. Yes. Okay. Which is what we have to do right now. Even for Bickerman's, when I was asking for things, a lot of times I'm trying to ask to yeah. try to get things either for free or as little as possible. Unfortunately, it's what we got to do right now. Because we just don't ha- like we just don't have money. Right. We just don't have money to spend. Now someday, hopefully that changes. Please but but here but here's the thing: uh, even when you have money, I feel like, well, maybe you're not gonna you're not gonna be asking people to do things for free. That's not fair anymore. But you certainly are not trying to throw your money away, right? You're yeah. always trying to rein it in. So, um, but the one thing I found working with people, working with trying to get certain pieces of the puzzle, um, sometimes you go back and forth a little bit and you try to schmooze before before you come to an agreement of no money or little money. Yeah. These, these wonderful people said right up front, um, this will be no cost to you. Right, so just just them saying that bypasses all the begging, right, and all the asking. It's almost like they understand. They do, they right? do. and do you know what? We may have we may have an undercover. Like, I meet people all the time who are undercover filmmakers. 
They're people who do other things. Yes. But they have a secret they love. They have a secret love for, for filmmaking and yeah. they, they kind of wish that one day they could be involved in making something that they enjoy watching. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I have a sneaky suspicion and I hope that they are undercover filmmakers and I hope that they can get some satisfaction from us filming at their location because they are 100% helping us. Helping the arts. Oh. I mean, this is just an art project. And yes. we're just, we're just, we are trying to make it as beautiful as possible. Right. And you know what? If we're in there with the red and we blast a couple of shots, we can just give them, the, we can just 100%. Give them, we can just shoot the room. Yes. And, and the outdoors and you yeah. can just give it to them. Give them the footage. Yeah, for sure. And and a huge thing. And this, the, it's going to be amazing. we can do. Yeah. Um, which is, which is amazing. So I'm very, very happy. Uh, again, I'm sure location scouts with money have a much easier time. Yeah, right? for the and I have been a location scout for commercials. Yes. For high paying commercials. And they that for them generally the price is not an issue. It's just the look. As soon as they find a place that has the right look, they'll pay the they'll pay it's usually within a reasonable amount for them, for mm -hmm. their budget. Yep. You know, whatever it is. Six thousand dollars or whatever. So that's that's really cool. And like the one place, like I said, they said, uh, no problem, you can have the whole facility, uh, it's $3,000 a day. Uh, and when I explained that, you know, who we were, they said, no problem, um, we'll go as low as $1,400 a day, which was a, which was a big savings, yeah. honestly, uh, except still. Still not enough. Still not enough, So or too much. Yeah. Um, so v very excited about the location. Um, in the beautiful town of Stratford, so uh, we'll give more details. And of Justin course, Bieber's you guys. Hometown. Is he from Stratford? Yeah. Oh, well, he actually, uh, I've seen him on TV and he wears, he's worn something that said Stratford on it. Mm. More exciting than Justin Bieber, because yeah, honestly, no, is Colm Fury, Fury. Yeah. He's from Stratford. Yeah, and he's like the, the festival. He because the Stratford Festival is like it's a major festival, and he's like the most famous person. I'm watching him in the West Wing right now, and he's wonderful. No, 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 the West Wing. I've got the West Wing on the brain. Uh, Westworld. No, 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 no. House of Cards. Sorry, sorry, sorry. House of Cards. Yeah, I'm watching him on House of Cards season four or five or the second to last season, and uh, he's amazing. So, did you, and did you see that email that I sent you for the 48 hour film festival? Yes, I did. But let's finish. Let's finish okay. talking about this first. Okay, cool. We'll get back. Okay, go. Um. So then, uh, we've discussed equipment slash video with our good friend Michael Malco, mm -hmm. um, who in, coincidentally we we need to bring him on this podcast. And, yes, and, and you know what? Uh, when we talk through the when we talk through the film, yeah, maybe we should just do it on the podcast. So I will tell you the one thing I was thinking of, and uh, let's just quickly talk timelines. You can like shake your head, uh, you know, because I know this is audio, and you can be like, "No, no, not that day. That's totally no good." Um, but if we're uh, what what day are we today? Today we're September the tenth. Um, we're gonna release this podcast on Wednesday, but uh, today we're Sunday. Um, I think that we should try to get in for rehearsals into Toronto this weekend, mm -hmm. the sixteenth or seventeenth. Yeah, we've got a a, a great wardrobe guy. Um, based out of Toronto, who's going to help us uh, suit these ca actors up. Um, and he is interested in coming out. Uh, first of all, he's interested in chit-chatting with us tomorrow night. Cool. So we can probably try to piggyback these two meetings. We can quickly have a call with him as well. Nice. Um, and he would like to, to be at the rehearsal 
um, where we work through some stuff so he can take some measurements and bring, maybe bring some stuff. I don't know. We can talk to him Very a little cool, bit about yeah. tomorrow. Um, the bed and breakfast in Stratford said, uh, swing by and see the place in an afternoon. That's good. Um, so let's do that. We should do that and we should bring Mike. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He so, has to come. So that's, so, so I don't know if we want, I don't know if we want to podcast in the car. I didn't like that. You hit, yes. Also, as a, just... as a reference point. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, said he demands a do-over because he was like, I listened to it and the audio was shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know I'm just not a fan. Cause like, there's no ways that in the car going over bumps. No, it's terrible. Yeah. It's so I, I, and I get it, but I don't know how you guys did it before. Somehow our audio was better than ours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bad, but better somehow. Yeah. Um, but bad, yeah. but better. Yeah. I'm not sure. I hear what you're saying. Um, so I, I'm not a huge fan of the car thing. But... So maybe, I don't know, maybe we could podcast from, just bring the, just bring the, bring the just bring the podcaster yeah. and we will, we'll figure something out. Either we'll do it back here or we'll do it there. Um, but I think we should, the three of us should go see the location yep. because the thing is, if you're also, if you're thinking about doing a one just remember that, you know, somebody's got to be holding the camera and be behind the camera and make all this happen. So, yeah. um, so however you want to do it, it's, it, we need to, uh, uh, discuss it in advance and yeah. try to walk through some stuff yes. and, and, and figure out how we're going to video village and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the thing is that with, with Mike, I mean, we plan to shoot a wanna, yeah. um, with me and then, I mean, we might, we might want to get a little bit of coverage. Yeah. Um, but we it's would exciting. like we would like the room in a way that I feel like we would like the whole room, and then we would just have a small like there, ready to just bring a bring a, bring a little bit extra onto the face if we need it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they completely turned away from the light, we would have something that would just bring them up a little bit. Okay. So I th- I, th- I, I looking at the the picture that you sent me, I already kind of know, kind of I have an idea of how I how I think the lighting's going to go. Um, yep. So, okay. So anyways, then we've got one weekend in between and then we've got the, the main weekend. So just throwing it all out there. So we're, we're a couple weeks away. Um, the, uh, let's talk about, do we want to talk about audio capture? I know he's, I, I know we've got the equipment for labs, boom, two labs and a boom yeah, and a boom. Okay. So we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should be fine. Um, makeup we're still working on mm-hmm. right now. Working on the makeup artist. Uh, I'm discussing with a makeup artist right now. I, I owe um, the script and some extra details this evening. So I will be getting that out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's coming from Toronto as well, hopefully. Um, so excited to work with somebody new. Yeah. In that regard, yeah. this will be the first time. No, no, we worked with a makeup artist in the past. Yeah. Um, uh, for beauty and hair and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, but and this will be somebody new. This is, I think, the first time that we've worked with an official wardrobe person. Yes. So that's also exciting. That's so exciting. This is this is upper level for us. For sure. 
So I am really excited about that, and um, it's going to be great. Now, the one thing that uh, that I think is uh, important mm -hmm. is the book. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk a little bit about the book because the main character has written has written a book. Now, do you plan to ever see this book on a bookshelf, or are you mostly seeing it in a person's hand? In a hand, yeah. yeah okay. Because, uh, because I think that we could try to publish a book for free. No, it's not free. It, it does cost a little bit. The Asquith Press Book Printing Service using the Toronto Public Library. Okay, but it depends what the book looks like. That's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't know. So we may, we, I mean, we may just, like, here's the thing. We could, we could print the book, but we, like, it also needs to be a leather bound. Leather bound? Well, think about the book. Think about the book that we're talking about here. Yeah. It's from, it's from the 1920s. The, were all books from the 1920s leather bound? They have a certain look. Old books have a very, very specific look to them. You can tell an old book from the nineteen, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta it's look gotta at look, these it's options. Gotta, it's gotta look old. What if we? Oh yeah. Because the other thing too is you can't just take an old book and put in new pages. I mean, you can. We could take an old book and just never show the. Never show the never show the, the cover spine. Or... Yeah, the cover of it. So she's reading it, so she got it open. We never really show the words. It would be cool, though, if they closed it and it said My Huntsville Muse on it or whatever. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I feel like now having said it, I feel like we have to do that. Yeah, but we just, like, and this is great. Um, the service at the public library is really fantastic. But we do have to... It's got to look. Make sure it's the right, the right look. Yeah. So I mean, maybe, maybe we don't use it, but maybe we look at what, what options there are. Online service that would, that would give us that, that would be like, because I'm sure there's a novelty like print your own book, that looks really old kind of service. This is exciting. Yeah, It'd be really cool. We also potentially need an old looking newspaper. Yeah, potentially. I think it would be quite, so, quite neat. So that's one thing that we haven't really done, which. We probably should do, which is a quick run through. We could probably do this tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, a prop run through. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And um, yeah. There really isn't a lot, to be honest. Yeah. No, there isn't. But it, it and it does just enrich it a little bit if we give them, because we were talking about giving her some 1950 specific things, mm -hmm. giving him some 1920 specific things um, and not be too overt. So the newspaper that he carries we just see on it that it has a story that comes from the 1920s, which might be really cool. The other thing to think about, too, would be he comes up the stairs with a glass and a bottle. Hmm. Yeah. So thinking about what yeah. glass and bottle that is. Yeah, and do you know what? The bottle could be a 1920... Right. Right. So we should do a little bit of digging there, see what we can come up with. And do you know what? That would probably be better than... Um... Newspaper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's in line with the story. We don't have to add anything. We're just taking elements we already have. Right. And then if we if we give her something that's specific to nineteen fifties, like something that is definitively nineteen fifties, and she just does that thing or says that word, daddy o. No. <laughs> okay, it's not fifties. Fair enough. 
Yeah. No, for sure. No, I like it. Then they can set them. They can set them apart in terms of time. Are you feeling like like I I I'm not gonna lie. I feel like we're in a pretty good place as far as the people that we have involved. Mm-hmm. Um, are you thinking that that there's anything that we're missing right now? Yeah. Yeah, we just need to solidify some audio things. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, no, anything else? I mean, no, 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 nothing like that. I think we, I think we're in a good, we're in a good place. I think if Derek comes along, he could help with set deck stuff, mm-hmm. uh, moving stuff around and that kind of thing. That would be awesome. This is the first time in a while that Derek uh, will just be behind the scenes. Will be more behind the scenes, yeah, and not playing a leading man. Yes. Now, oh, now we're thinking about asking him politely if he would consider playing one of the smaller pieces just because yeah. there is there is a there's a thing that we need from one of the background characters which is mm-hmm. pretty it feels very crucial now the thing is i mean you say background character he doesn't have any dialogue but he's not a background character he's, no he's, he's right like, in the foreground yeah, but he's very i just mean integral to the story there are four there are four kind of human beings that you will see mm-hmm. in this short film Two of them are the leads. They're the main guy and the main girl. And then there's two others that are just there um, that the lead guy kind of interacts with. Yeah. Quickly. Um, but there's just there's just a moment, like a, a, a certain specific thing that we need from one of the characters. And mm-hmm. I think it, it would be pretty cool if Derek could could get in there and... Because he, he, he'll be... He, it's just... He'll just it's be subtle. able to do it, right? It's he'll, he'll be able to do it. Like, yeah. we know that he'll pull it off. And there's, there's just... Because we're talking about ghosts, but we never overtly say that, right in the opening to the We film. just... Now we've told people we're talking about ghosts. Oh, have I never said that? Before? No. Oh, for fuck. It's okay. We have a romantic little ghost story that takes place in yeah. different times. Yeah. Everyone. All 12 people. Thanks can, a lot. All 12 people will know. Um, but the point being, when Derek... When Derek, who's the, the innkeeper... Yeah. When James walks behind him and up the stairs, the the look in in Derek's eye in the, that he hears something, yeah, needs to have just the tiniest hint of fear, so that it's like oh there was a noise, but you have the oh there was a noise look, and there needs to be, but not like we don't want to overkill it, right? We don't want to over. But he knows his house is haunted. He knows that, and he's he knows what this house is. He's right? tired. Of ghosts being behind him. All the time. Yeah. So it, it's, I mean, Derek hasn't said yes yet. Derek, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you will come and play a piece. But, um, yeah. uh, which isn't the, the main guy, which kind of also blows. But it's, um, yeah, it's a it's a little moment. So that'll be nice, hopefully. And it's an important moment. Yeah. And you know what's funny? He's got these sterling blue eyes. And like everybody talks about his eyes in Greenhouse. And now we're going to be on his fucking eyes again. I think eyes. we, uh, yes, we, we talked about how uh, on one of our shows, uh, how he gets the uh, people telling him about his dreamy blues. Yeah, his dreamy blues, yeah. You're a jerk. All right. How, how are we doing? Good. We are we're 14 o- minutes over. 14 minutes over? Not bad. I'm feeling pretty good about this short film. I'm, I'm excited to shoot it. Um, so I think... Um, I mean, a couple podcasts from now, people are going to be able to see this. Let, let me ask you this question. No, they won't. No, they won't. Yeah. That's true. We're going for festival runs, so. Yeah. So, do you know what we could do is we could put it out in our newsletter. 
Yeah, we could link. do we could do a private link in the yeah, newsletter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this okay. is exactly the kind of thing that we want people who subscribe to our newsletters to get. This is the private. Content, All right. right. So I mean, again, I don't imagine anyone's listening this long, but we'll try to do something special at the beginning of one of our next, or maybe our next couple shows. We'll mention at the beginning. But if you go to thefableforest.com. Right on the front is like the subscribe, subscribe to our new yeah. newsletter. <clears throat> what we'll do is we will send everybody who has our newsletter, we will send you guys a private link to watch my Huntsville, my Huntsville Muse once it's shot. Um, but we, we, we can't really share it because we are going to try to do a festival circuit and see if we can put some laurels on this thing mm-hmm. and, uh, and get it involved and at least have people see it mm-hmm. because again, we're always trying to build the brand and, and trying to meet new people and, um, uh, trying to, uh, increase the probability that we put some, some funding behind some of our bigger projects later yeah. on. So it's, it's really important that we get it seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? Yeah. End our show. Do we Absolutely. have anything else we need to talk about today? Nope. Oh, fuck it. That's us. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate I'm it. Constant. Jason. Green. And uh, Dream Big. And also, work hard. Thanks for listening to the Fable Forest Films podcast. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.